I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Um, I think we were talking about birth control recently, were we? Hey, Kyla said she really appreciated that conversation. Oh, oh, really? Yep. I don't, I don't remember what we said. I think we were talking about like we're talking about oh, IUDs. We were talking about, oh, right, and we were ta- right, 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 and we were talking about like like you were saying, like, would you do the male birth yes. control pill yeah, yeah, or yes. whatever? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, we had. Uh, I'm going to kick off. With Kyla told me she wanted me to get a vasectomy. Oh yeah, not in as many words. <laughs> <laughs> what did Go you on. say? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I do, you know it's funny because we were talking about it because she she was like, hey, I, I I actually you know what she said to me? She said she said you know what? I really appreciate the Friday episodes because because like you guys just talk so openly about your fucking life. <laughs> and she was like, I learned things about you that we don't talk about yeah. at home. Yeah, well, no, but not necessarily <laughs> that we that she that like I wouldn't not, talk not about in, at home. Not not intentionally, but like yeah. you just say stuff, and she's like, oh, I didn't know that you were. Like we we haven't yet had that conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, Maddie like, tells me that all because we've sort of <laughs> talked about that stuff, but not yeah. like explicitly. We haven't yeah. talked about vasectomy. Do your partners listen to every Friday episode? Do Kyla mm. is Kyla listens to potentially every episode? Holy shit, Maddie doesn't like. I feel the like Monday my girlfriend would be so jam. it would like <laughs> it, like on top of hanging out with me would be so fucking tired of of just. I'm, I get tired of hearing my own voice. Well, that's the de- that's the depth of our love, and um, and uh, Kira, if you're listening to this, I don't I don't doubt our love. You don't even have to worry about saying that she's not listening. Yeah. A- anyway, right. exactly. You can say whatever the fuck you want. So so Kyla said basically like, hey, like I heard the conversation the other day, and like, yeah, the, like that's so that was really interesting. The conversation about birth control and IUDs and vasectomy and everything, yeah. and then. You know, is she, she watching on YouTube though? She was talking about she yeah, is she counts. is watching on YouTube. She's a big YouTuber. Sweet. Um, and so she was talking about um, she was talking about the the thing the the method that we were talking about that um, the pull out method. Yeah. Well, no the fertility method. The, yes. The like the like don't have sex during this time of the month period yeah, yeah, method. Yeah. And she was saying, you know, I would really. She was like, I feel like that would be the best way to do it because then I wouldn't have to take a, a pill that would be hormonal. You wouldn't yeah. have to get a vasectomy, blah, 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 blah. But then she said, Kyle wouldn't mind me sharing this. We, when we were going through IVF, uh, she had to do ovulation sticks for like a really long time. And like lots of people do ovulation sticks. Like you take them to figure out when you're ovulating. And what are ovulation sticks? They're like, it's the same idea as a, uh, as a, as a pregnancy test. You, piss, you pee on it and it tells you if you're ovulating. I'll show you an ovulation stick. If you want. <laughs> oh shit. Jared's got an ovulation stick. Dude, you don't even have to take it. You could just need to be near enough to it and you, and it'll start. For some reason, this is guys, just, just so you know how my brain penis. works. I know. Yeah. He was talking about his dick. Yeah. But uh, just so you know how just for my clarification. brain works. And everybody there on YouTube, if you want, oh no, we can't show it on YouTube. There we can watch. 
your ovulation stick. Yeah, oh, ready? Here it anybody comes. Anybody wants to if anybody wants Look to see, that. if anybody wants to Look see Jay's that. penis, just go to YouTube. Wow, it's right <laughs> there. It's right, it's right there. there. Oh my god! Holy shit! God, don't, so, don't, don't, it's so bulbous. Don't zoom in on it, Brian. Yeah, it's so I won't. bulbous. You but don't like, even have to. You, I mean, you are gonna have to blur that out. But it's so yeah, tight. It's so tight <laughs> to your to your groin. <laughs> what time but, did that? Bulbous. Need, hold on. What time did that have? Three minutes in. I gotta. We gotta blur, blur that out. Okay. Okay. So 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 they're just like um they're they're like a pregnancy test. You like sort of like you pee on them and then they show they tell you if you're ovulating or or how close you are to. Fuck, I can't remember now. But anyway, she was taking them and lots of people take them when they're trying to get pregnant to try and like dial in like when the best time is. And especially if you are having trouble, then you would definitely start to take them because you're going, fuck, are we having sex at the right time? Like, like you're trying to make it more probable. Yeah. So she was taking this, but then she definitely developed like a, uh, she definitely developed like a, like a bit of a trauma <laughs> towards them because it was like, it was a symbol of like us having yeah. a lot of trouble. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And so she was like, we were having a conversation about it and she was saying, you know, I, I, if I was going to do that method because Kyla's cycle is not super regular, it's not like dialed in to the same time every mm. month that she was like, well, I'd have to take the ovulation. I'd have to do the ovulation sticks at a certain time. And she was like, and, that, and that's technically okay, but I would have a tough time <laughs> starting it because it's such a reminder of the trouble that we went through. Yeah. And, and I, and, and, and I said, well, that would, I was like, I think that over time, although that would initially be hard, I think over time you develop a, hopefully a different relationship with it that now it's a symbol of just, just trying to know when you're ovulating instead right. of like birth reminder. control. It would be like, now it's like, it's like, like birth, birth control, control right. in and, the way that you think and then, about And it. then she was like, well, yeah, you, you might be right, but maybe not. And like, I'm not sure. And then I was like, so you want me to get a vasectomy? And I said it like kind of like half oh, jokingly, yeah. but, but, and she was like, no, I didn't say that. And I was like, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, so you want me to, oh, so you want me to get a vasectomy? <laughs> oh, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Though, though I could see how your just general tone of voice, Taylor, would come across that way, but. Because yeah. I'm so cold. Yeah. yeah. You're just, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of trauma and speaking of birth control, <laughs> Uh, we had someone write in. Uh, we'll Am just, I talking fast? Uh, I mean, not nearly as fast as I usually talk. Okay, yeah, good. you're good. Just, um, just checking. You're part for the course oh, for thanks. a podcast. I only, yeah. I only recently realized that I talk really fast. Um, so uh, birth control, rare side effect. This is the subject of this listener mail uh, from C. We'll just leave it at C. Okay. So yeah, you guys want to guess what C stands for? Yeah. Go. Uh, Carmen. Okay. Uh, Clara. Nope, nope. Good, we're good. Carlos. All right, so uh, uh, it says, Hey, uh, I was listening to your Feel Good Friday episode, May 27th, uh, talking about birth control. I have a not-so-fun fact to add. So I am a female and almost 30 and recently had to switch my birth control because of one of the rare side effects. That sounds like a Carly. Uh, mm. uh, the rare side effect was liver spots. Oh. I get one removed. Uh, I, sorry, I got one removed four years ago. It was 1.5 centimeters and get scanned every year for them. And last year, my scan showed a new one, got another MRI six months later. And now I have three spots that are all three to four centimeters. And the specialists don't want to remove them right now because of their location and risk of damaging my bowel if they were to do anything with them. Are they cysts? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm curious about the word spot. I don't know what that means, but I would I, guess cyst? like I... The, for for whatever reason, when I hear the word spot, I think of the dog spot and it sounds cute. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. sound yeah. like it's that scary. That's what the medical team says. Yeah, this doesn't sound very cute. Uh, they're they, well, they're right. adenoma, uh, adenomas caused by estrogen. 
from long use of hormonal birth control. I never really wanted kids, but if I were to get pregnant, I'd have to be monitored closely because of the increase in estrogen makes them grow. From what I've read, uh, they when they are five centimeters or bigger, they have a risk of rupturing, causing internal bleeding. Uh, was also advised by the surgeon if I get any of the symptoms of a rupture to go to emerge immediately. They also have a small possibility of turning into cancer. Yeah. Rare side effect, even more rare be, uh, to cause problems, but another thing to add to the list. Love the pod and keep up the great work, boys. C. Yeah, it says they're non, non, adenomas are non-cancerous tumors. Yeah. Yeah, okay, wow, liver spots. I th- I don't know why I thought liver spots were like kind of like moles. You know like like yeah. like like, like uh, you know what I think of liver spots? I think of Mr. Burns. Yes. And and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mr. Burns is like liver spots on his head. Yeah. Like you know? with the things that old old people like the old the, the older you get, you get these fucking you get old spots. Enough, but do yeah. you think that's what they look like? No, no, like? I, 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 more bulbous. I think I've, I think I, w- I, I think I was incorrect in thinking yes. that's what a liver spot was. Yeah. I thought liver spots were like external on the skin, like little dark spots that just kind of like come with age. I thought they were, but they're on the liver, liver spots, or you thought they were all over. They could be anywhere. Yeah, they could be anywhere. Okay. I thought they were just called liver spots. I don't know why. Um, Hey, oh. do you guys want to see something super fucking cute to kick off this feel good Friday? Kick it. Kick yes. It. This so one of my favorite Reddit channels is Our Contagious Laughter. Uh-huh. It's fucking great. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll just lay like I'll, if I if I had a bad day before I go to sleep, I will lay down in bed and just scroll through Our Contagious Laughter before oh, I go to sleep. Interesting. I and, watch Curb. And this is the kind of shit that you get no with kidding. Our Contagious Laughter. And this little baby could very well be part of the next generation of first responder. The little one who can't even walk yet has a little baby doing CPR to a dummy. Pumping the chest. She's doing it perfect, guys. This is such a news. (laughs) This is such a news. news. Listen to her. She is so cute. (laughs) This is is such an evening news story. (laughs) That is so cute. And now a baby doing CPR. Okay, let's see. Right, Taylor, that's me doing giggles. CPR on you when you pass yeah. out by the fire. Yeah, yeah. You did it. You, <laughs> you did to it. our producer, Dale. You did it to me. that. Oh, my God. 628. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> and, and we'll be back she with another it. mass shooting story oh, soon. Oh, oh, it was no. so cute. Guys, oh, really? That's oh, guys, no. guys no. I read an article, not to be a bummer after this really cute story. I read an article that after the Uvalde shooting, it, so that happened on like a, I don't know, like a Wednesday or Thursday. But Taylor, man, this be- is feel good Friday. I know. Fuck. This is not very feel good. In between the Uvalde shooting and Memorial Day holiday, which was Monday, it said that there was <sighs> 13 more mass shootings in the U.S. Oh no. Dude, that had four or more uh, sh- uh, shooted, sh- shot, sh- Victims? Gun victims, yeah. Fucking U.S. man, get your shit together, dude. And that there was like a story, it was some guy on oh, CNN, man. it was like a viral CNN thing where one of the hosts was doing a, uh, a, a story basically on this and saying, like, yes, the Buffalo shooting and the Uvalde shooting, like these make national news, but there are dozens so of, of, of shootings that, that, and this was basically highlighting the problem. They were going, the, this shit is so common in yeah. our country that like 95% of these are just local stories because it's so common. Mm. Well, uh, did moving- you see, did you see the, just before you move on, oh, did you see the, did see this the, is a the New York times, yeah. um, cover cover on the Sunday review yeah. is just repeatedly. It says 
authorities said the gunman was able to obtain the weapon legally. And it's just quoting that repeatedly from like all every the, publication yeah. from all of the yeah. the it's, most recent it's fucking, shootings. It's, it's fucking, fucking bananas. Well, here's a anyway. feel good story to cleanse the palate, but also kind of a fucked story. Um, this is uh, this is from Stina on our Discord. Thank you, Stina. You get producer. The newest Discord uh, moderator That's as well. Right. Uh, this is from uh, CBC Newfoundland. Uh, how a quick-thinking doctor with a drill saved a man's life. This is a fucking Trepidation. wild story. Yep, pretty much. Um, quote, I took the drill and put it against the bone. Patey recalled in a recent interview with CBC News. I took it out and... Uh, I took it out and cruddy old blood started coming out like a like cranberry sauce. Oh my God. All right. So th- this is the story. It's a wild story. Enjoy- enjoying a warm day in a park in Marystown, a guy, Taylor Jackson, who's now 27, pushes his two boys, Roman, who's four, and Carter, who's eight, on a swing set with his wife. He sat down to share his story as a cautionary tale to the kids he's seen around town riding their bikes without their helmets. Now, I have something to say to you about this, Taylor, afterwards. Quote, it's really not something I would wish on anybody else, he said. So on July 16th, 2010, a date Jackson has tattooed on the back of his neck and then 15-year-old Hope, uh, uh, the then 15-year-old hopped onto his bike without his helmet which he says it, he usually wore, but just not on that day. And pedaling as quickly as he could to the softball field in South, in South Dildo. There, folks, if you didn't know this, there is a town in Newfoundland called Dildo. And that's funny. It's, <laughs> honestly, it's not even just that the town is called Dildo. It's there's like the fact that there's like 15 other towns around it that are all named funny things. Yeah, too. they're yeah. all conception based. Yeah, they're yeah. all like conception Bay. Yeah. You know, Um, it's uh, (laughs) so he said, uh, quote, it was a big thing. Summer softball, said Jackson. The game ended around midday and he hopped on his bike to head home. He pushed off down a hill and then everything came to a crashing halt, bombing down a dirt road hill. He isn't sure what happened, but his helmetless head went over the handlebars and smashed into a fucking rock. Ouch. Quote, everything just happened so quick, Jackson recalled. I fractured my skull and didn't really know it. Somehow, Jackson pulled himself from the ground and, despite tremendous pain, managed to pedal to his aunt's house before his grandmother rushed him to the Whit, uh, Whitbourne Medical Center. That's where, Sorry, Paul, Med- Whitbourne that's, where, Medical that's where Paul Hutchins is from, Whitbourne. Uh, Quote, sorry. as soon as I got to my nan's house, everything went ba- uh, black for me. I can't remember much. I was in and out of consciousness, Jackson said. I woke up two weeks later to find out I have brain surgery and a plate inside my head. Guys, I've been so fucked up in Whitburn. <laughs> <laughs> on July 16th, 2000. You met this guy because there's not that many people there. Probably. <laughs> on July 16th, 2010, Dr. Paul Patey was just a few hours into his 24-hour locum shift at the William H. Newhook Community Health Center. Patey, who had officially retired a few years early, earlier, kept busy doing the work he loved filling in as a family doctor in rural hospitals. A graduate of McGill Medical School in the late 60s, Patey had years of rural medical practice under his stethoscope, along with more than 25 years at the Health Sciences Center and Memorial University's medical school. To keep busy, he offered to fill in around the province in places that needed a short stint doctor. When Jackson's grandmother dropped him off at the hospital that July day, 
He knew right away the severity of the situation. Quote, I said to the nurse, we got a catastrophe here, Patey said. At that point, Jackson was still conscious, but he couldn't speak. When asked to, uh, when asked to by the doctor, he wasn't, he wasn't able to wiggle his toes or his fingers on one side of his body. Patey said the young man needed a CAT scan and a team of doctors not available at the health center uh, and a team of doctors which were not available at the health center in Whitburn. Man, that's, that's crazy that he biked to his aunt's house considering yeah. the fact that he couldn't... With a even, major brain injury. Yeah, couldn't oh, wiggle got his up and, fingers oh, and toes. Okay. And yeah. Stuff, yeah, I miss that. And then his grandmother took him to the, to the health clinic. Uh, with an ambulance en route f- from nearby Smith's Ambulance Services, Patey made sure he had everything needed for the hour-long dr- ride to the Janeway S- Children's Hospital in St. John's, where I was born. He grabbed a scalpel from the medical center and then asked a staff member to grab a drill and some drill bits. If things went south with Jackson, he knew the 12-volt power drill could be the only thing aboard the ambulance to save his life. Patey explained that the brain needed to be, protect, uh, be in a protected space, the skull, which, uh, but when there is damage to the skull and it fills with blood, there isn't much room left over. He said, quote, it squats the brain, said Patey. If you squat the brain enough, you kill it. The first thing he did was make sure the drill worked. Quote, there's no point in getting down the road and finding a dead battery, he said. In a twist of fate, Patey said, it was just a few weeks earlier. That's so, like... I mean, what good really thinking, thinking because yeah, he's like, thinking ahead of, you know, like even like not only did, did he need to think about like, obviously you need to get the drill, but man, how many times have you gone to get a drill? The drill the here at the fucking, fucking office. Dead. The Dude, amount of times I, I pulled the drill yeah. out here and I go fucking shit. I'm a dad now. I, I bought a drill yeah. and uh, the project, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've just been project central since I've been <laughs> a dad and uh, I mean, dead batteries, yeah. uh, dead batteries everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So this, this, guy. This, is, this is really trippy. It says, in a twist of fate, Patey said it was just a few weeks earlier he had been showing his grandson how to drill holes through plywood cleanly to avoid making a mess in his workshop. With Jackson's pulse dropping to 35 beats per minute, Patey started, starts mm-hmm. with an incision into Jackson's scalp. This is in the back of the ambulance. That's he, my resting he, heart rate. He tells the ambulance driver, he okay. says, pull over. You need to pull over right now. Yeah, because it, it bumps. They pull over to the side of the road. It's it's uh it's it's the doctor Patey, a nurse from the clinic and the and the paramedic. He goes, I need all of you in the back. Nurse, take his head, hold his head very steady. You pull the fucking ambulance over, get back here and help me. So Jackson's pulse drops to 35 beats per minute. Patey starts with an incision into Jackson's scalp to get clear access to the skull. And with the paramedic pulling the scalp back and the nurse holding his head in place, a quick squeeze of the power drill's trigger, and it's done. Quote, we knew we had to reduce the pressure. Now we had a different problem, said Patey. We had the bleeding in his head, but now that could get out through the hole. So the pressure wouldn't get any worse. But we had bleeding in his scalp because we had to make an awful big cut. The clock was ticking to get Jackson to the St. John to St. John's before he bled to death, which they did. And they were greeted by a team from the Jane's, Janeway's emergency room. Wow. Save this fucking kid's life in the back of an ambulance with a power drill just drilling into his skull. Like with a DeWalt? Yeah. Like not like a medical no, drill? No, no. In the article, I, I read it earlier, and he said that uh, there was drywall in the fucking, in the drill bit. So like while, you're, while you're the joking. ambulance was... You're joking. No, while the ambulance was pulling over, he was picking the drywall out and no. grabbed something 
in the back of the ambulance to sterilize, sterilize the it, fucking yeah. drill wow. bit. Yeah. Like he literally just said, you janitor, give me that fucking drill. Does it work? Let's go get in the fucking ambulance. They wow. get in the ambulance. He's like, got to go now. Stop the ambulance. Get back here. Can we, <laughs> can we get that guy on the podcast to tell this? I want to hear it. I want to hear I'd that from Mr. his fucking, Yeah. You know what the yeah. thing is that would be, that would be a huge bummer in this situation is because sometimes you can, you can fire a drill with battery in it and it seems like it's on and works but then as soon as the drill meets resistance, it's yeah. like it doesn't, oh. it doesn't have the power yeah. to go through the resistance. Yeah. I'm like, so how like how tough is a skull yeah. compared to like a piece of plywood? Well, the they, wild thing they, is, too, is he needs he not only that he needs to know he needs like not far. Only, he needs to know how far he's going in. That's the truth. You know, like because, you know, when you're drilling and you like you, you get past the wood and it goes and like it's sort of like oh, it, yeah. like it like sucks in. Yeah, dude, like. That that is because it's not biting control. anymore. But but, and, we're, and the, but, the but we're not he's talking. Not a, about, he's not a fucking neurosurgeon. No, but we're talking. No, but he's a father, right? We know. Didn't didn't they say? Haiti? Yeah. Yes. I mean, so like a dad just knows a dad. Yeah, 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 like yeah, the more yeah. I, I Taylor, I feel like as but soon Jackson's as you, also a father now. As soon as you had a kid, yeah. Like oh, you then, know, you know, you got you, you just got, get these new level of skills. Drill depth, yeah, yeah. drill depth yeah. is like, <laughs> and that, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know what it's I like? Right? It's like being, you know, the scene. You know, we the, can't imagine. I no, could, no, I right? can't change no, the tire until I have a kid. No, you know, you know, in the, you know, in the Matrix, you know, in the Matrix, where like when they're like, do you want to know kung fu? And yeah, they just yeah. like they hook them up yeah, yeah, and yeah. they download it. Like as when, soon as the baby falls out of Kyla's vagina, I went, I went, you and I went drill depth downloaded. Oh my god, I know drill depth now. You just come online. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so uh, congratulations to uh, Dr. Patey for saving Jack's I'm uh, really Taylor's curious. life. But listen, here's what I wanted to say. Uh, we were at your place uh, having a soak in the hot tub, and uh, we were going our merry way, me and Taylor, and you hopped on your bike, and you were biking away without a helmet. And Kira was like, is he not wearing a helmet? And I was like, nah, he's just going down the road. He's just going to his house. And she was like, didn't he just get hit by a fucking car on his bike? And I was like, he did. And she was like, tell him that's stupid. Yeah. I, that's that's on that, like I I, I, well, I wanted to say I, I, I knew your, I knew I what your it. response was going to be I knew your response was going to be like eh, well you know I'm fucking I know what I'm doing <laughs> I I get it I get it but at the same time uh I know your dad I, now dude I, I I know I know that I know that this might sound stupid to a lot of people but like when I don't know when you when you when you ride and like race and go and ride a bike the way that I do when I'm, when I'm, when I am like riding, riding and which I always, which I 100% of the time wear a helmet. It's like, um, it's a different, it's sort of like a different thing. And there's, there's a, there, there is a, there's a whole plethora of studies out there that, that, that's basically say something on something on the lines of like in major accidents like that, that that a helmet is really not the thing that's going to save wow, your life. Wow. The, uh, letters at Sigway Podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 send I, us I, your I, emails. You can no, let and, us know your and, thoughts about that statement. And, and you can and you and you can you can give your thoughts, but at the same time, it ain't gonna change his mind. No, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying you can have your thoughts, and I understand the thoughts. Dude, Kyla has those thoughts, and sh- and I'm, I'm I, I hey, get Kyla, it. you're right, and I get yeah. it. I get it. Good job, Kyla. But we know uh, you're listening right now. There's a whole bunch of research out there. And 
I get, I I can't I, imagine I, the research I, you know is like I, don't wear yeah, a helmet. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I, but, I, agree, but I agree with you though. Like I'm yeah. really good at driving my car, and so uh, like seatbelts are fucking for losers. Like I don't, especially on a short seatbelt. trip. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're just, no, I, yeah. I I I get yeah. it. But when you're but when you are going like from a short distance, and I'm a, I'm just cruising along, my main my my biggest my biggest problem that I'm going to face is somebody else. It's somebody else. It's not me. It's the person that's that's going to hit me with their car, and. The, and the research that I'm talking about is basically saying that that in a, in a high impact like vehicular accident that you get in, a helmet is going to be it's it's not bad obviously, but it's probably not going to stop the the major trauma that would occur. But, you, know, a, what, a, you know what? You know it would have stopped the major trauma of uh, Taylor Taylor uh, Jackson here. And then and then oh and let me and yeah. let me and let yeah. me and let me and let me short let ride me to the ball this. field. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if short, you, short ride to the ball field. Yeah, and and if you're going and if you're bombing down a dirt, I'm, I'm not fucking laying blame here. But if you're bombing down a dirt path, there are it's a, that's a lot different than going down yeah, a, what, a, a paved road. Yeah, sure. What if a car turns onto whatever it is trolley no, alley or whatever, and you go over over the hood? I get it. And your head hits I get the it. curb. Not even that, it. dude. You guys are missing the whole the the biggest thing that I've I know two people that this has happened to. Um, where Chloe Luckett. The, no, not even not even accidents. Like oh. I'm talking about uh, uh, Emily when her wheel, yes. whatever happened, yeah. flipped the handlebars, head drive into yeah. the pavement. Um, our friend Justin Facet, same thing, biking down the street, like on just from just one flat, host to the next. Flat front wheel comes off. Yep, flip. Like I, I would be worried about. Girl, 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 we just had on the podcast like, the wheel, something happening with your wheel, front wheel, and you getting catapult like launched it whether you're going like fucking point. 20 kilometers an yeah. hour or, or what just smashing your fucking face in the ground yeah. no vehicle and your bike's a, a fast bike yeah, yeah but i take care of my bike every single day so yeah. that wheel's not that that's not right, happening right so okay yeah. well yeah. yeah and and i will say that the other side of that research or so, like it's part of it's part and parcel of of how th- this is um because this is a topic that comes can we up play on, this can we play this clip from the show at your funeral when i have brain damage yeah, yeah, yeah. sure I, I also just, get just that. Just as hey, like a learning hey, lesson. Listen, Taylor. Listen, I, I get that helmets are just so uncool that <laughs> you just don't want to fucking wear them. And they, they fuck up your cool flow. I don't, I get, it. I don't think they're uncool. I have then a why not helmet. wear one? <laughs> anyway, the, 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 the other side of that, and like, this, is, this, isn't, this isn't towards, this is more of a biking in general and like health and environmental stuff, is they... Bikes basically, are, bikes are full of microplastics. Is so they you, ba- you no, don't no. want to put that shit too close. No, seriously. To no, seriously. Let me say this. So, so they, they, the, the, they're talking about the, the, they're weighing the risk of, um, of like head injury, and then they're weighing that against, they're weighing that against. Well, when you have helmet laws, this is, this is more towards not whether you should wear a helmet or not, because I think I, I, I can't disagree with that. You should wear a helmet. I, I get it, and I, and I should wear a helmet. I'll, I'll, I'll say that I should wear a helmet. No matter the distance, but these things, this this research is is weighing when you have a bike helmet law that says that you have to wear a helmet to ride a bike. That you see that in those areas where helmet laws exist, that you see far less um, uh, investment in bike infrastructure and far less people riding bikes because of a very small bar- a very very small barrier to entry to do that. But then it limits the amount of people riding bikes, and then what that does is it limits bike infrastructure, which makes it more dangerous than to 
ride bikes because mm-hmm. cities don't put in the infrastructure that separates bikes from cars. Hey, I get it. If you're if you're like, um, I have a bike. I got a bike for a hundred bucks. I use it to get to work, and you know, I can't afford to buy a hundred dollar helmet. And but I want to I want to ride my bike there. I understand. Like and that's, commuters, that's one thing, but commuters are riding bikes in much different ways. Like you you know you you know you see a commuter. They're not riding a bike in the same way that my brain is experiencing riding a bike because of the speeds that I go. Do you know what I mean? And like the attention, it's like, it's rate, it's like car racing versus driving a car on the street. It's, yeah. but I could also, I could also see the argument that like, because you're used to going really fast and, and, and biking with a, a different level of intensity. He tried to I, pass my I, car while we were driving away <laughs> from your house. <laughs> I no, I tried surprised. to, no, I tried to draft your car. Without a helmet, which I did, um, and and so the other thing that I think is that like I could see how you could become more um, what's the word that I'm looking for like not paying attention when you're going at a slower speed because you're like well if this is more like this is more second this is second nature to me I don't have to worry as much about it nah. and then therefore he was also doing car yeah. he was also doing fucking wheelies and no yeah. hands again yeah. I will say I I agree I should be wearing a helmet I'm gonna I'm just gonna lay that out there so everyone who was hey. out there is fucking pissed at me <laughs> what I wanted to come back please, to the, let, please write us a really angry yeah. email letters at yeah, te- please I want to read it. why tell us and why then tell me that I can say yeah. your name um so <laughs> the the other thing I wanted to say is is to to come back to the drill in the head story um I'm curious, what do you guys think, like, when I when I hear about a person in that situation where they get to do something, like, fucking crazy like that? Like, yeah. I, I assume that, and this is just me maybe going out on a limb here, but, like, I assume that when you're in medical school and they teach you about, like, something like that, where you're drilling into somebody's body, it's, like, one of those, like, afternoon classes where they're, like, and this will probably never happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, here's how you would do it. Yeah. And so there's, there, I imagine that there's this, like, this, like, sort of aspect to that scenario where you're like, this could be it. Yeah. This could be the fucking situation. I think of it like, um, like when I walk down the street in the summer and it's a hot summer day and I see a car parked on the side of the road and the windows are up and there's a dog in the back. I'm like, whoa, could this be the day that I get to smash somebody's windows out to save their dog? And not necessarily that I'm going to do that, but like I just think of... You're not allowed I to think do that. Of, I think of, wait, you're not allowed to break people's windows nope. to save their dog? Nope. Why not? Uh, you're, you're well, not. probably because you have no fucking idea what the situation is. Yeah, and you and would, you would, you what, will get in trouble. I, if you I'm do just that. saying. I'm not I mean, saying. I'm maybe listen, the trouble. Maybe guys, the trouble's guys, worth it, guys. I've never smashed anybody's it. windows out to save their dog, but but I'm just saying that if you saw maybe a you dog to, in the back yeah. of a hot car, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would and do you, it, and you stood there, and you stood there, and you watched for maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and it was clearly dog's dead. The the car is not on, and it's a hot summer day. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Do oh no, that? I, I would. I, I. But I. But I would also. I would also know that I'm going to be charged with. Oh yeah, I wouldn't care about that, that person. If you stood there and it was like twenty or thirty minutes, like yeah, I'm not saying you sure. walk by and just smash it out because some people do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some I'm people not, do that when there's no dogs. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> some people are. Fucking some people crazy. do that in the winter. <laughs> dude, when I was no sitting, dogs dude, are present. I was. We we went to a restaurant and then they take your money. <laughs> we were having breakfast at Mary's one day a few years ago, and it was like. 12 degrees outside and overcast and i had loki in the car windows like all the windows cracked and and we were in mary's for about 10 minutes and a cop came into mary's and asked whose car was mine i said mine they said we just got a call we're talking we were in the restaurant we were in mary's for 10 minutes 12 degree day overcast cop came in and said somebody just called the cops that's pretty wild. saying that my dog was yeah. in the car 
Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now what if we could fix it? I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Well, um, we have a lot to get through and, uh, and I might have to cut some stuff out cause I didn't realize we were going to be having an intervention. Um, so, uh, do you guys know what dry drowning is? Have you ever heard of dry drowning? This is also for you, Tay. Um, well, I know that there's something called secondary yes. drowning yes. syndrome or something like that. For oh, babies. yes. Is this when they drink water and they drown from like drinking water? Yeah, babies water? aren't supposed uh, to have water for a long time. Uh, oh, Co- well, we were talking about that. this the other day. Yeah. Coke's, yeah. Coke's baby had, uh, had like, had like two drops of water. Who's Cokes? Uh, Nicole McClellan. Do you know? Nope. Uh, but to, I'm glad you're filling everybody in at well, home used, who Cokes is. I used to live there. Uh, or Kylie used to live there. And, um, and <laughs> Just <clears throat> fucking say names that no one knows. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, well, you know. To, and we have an audience <laughs> of hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, wait, and I'm talking to you guys. I'm I talking know, to them. But that's what our job is. Yeah, I know, but we're talking. And I don't even fucking know Cokes. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, is that a celebrity? I was Besides talking to my brother the point, about this the other the day, and he was, saying, he, was, he was saying, like, you know when people tell stories and they tell a story and just use somebody's name that you don't know? As if you're supposed to and know he was it. like, I think it's because they have main character syndrome. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> I assume that everybody knows because I do. I'm the main yeah. character, <laughs> and I feel like everyone knows the peripheral characters. That's it. Well, her, well, her baby had, like, she said that she, it's their baby swallowed like two drops of water. And I think that there's a thing and I'm, I could be wrong. I'm assuming you're about to tell us, yeah. but that there's a, because of like the texture of it or something, there's like a really high chance of them aspirating yeah. on, on the well, water. Yeah. So this is all about why drinking water is bad. So uh, what is dry drowning? Uh, this is a conversation I was talking about dry drowning with, uh, with Ryan. Um, and um, you all, you, every, you all know Ryan, right? I know and Ryan, so, and so and I'm glad that you said who it was. <laughs> Which Ryan? I don't so fucking know. when a child or an adult uh, falls into the water, it's human nature to inhale or gulp down water in a state of panic. Once the person has been rescued from the water, most of us would assume that the danger is over. Not the case. Uh, but after taking in water through the nose or mouth, the muscles in your windpipe can become constricted to protect your lungs. Some people have labeled this condition dry drowning, though this is not a medical term or diagnosis. Doctors call the phenomenon post-immersion syndrome, and though it's rare, it does happen. Dry drowning mainly occurs in children. While 95% of children are fine after accidentally slipping underwater, it's important to be vigilant, uh, vigilant sorry, and aware of drowning symptoms that can happen once your child appears safe and dry. Dry drowning is a medical emergency that requires prompt attention. So uh, dry drowning versus secondary drowning. I think they're two different things. Dry drowning and secondary drowning are both the result of injuries that happen underwater. Dry drowning sets in less than an hour after inhaling water. But secondary drowning, which is also rare, can happen up to 48 hours after a water accident. Whoa, that's crazy. Secondary drowning is caused by water that accumulates in the lungs. It's more similar to what we think of as, quote, real drowning because it involves your lungs filling up with water. The water then uh, causes breathing difficulties. Both dry drowning and secondary drowning are serious health conditions that can be fatal. 
So here are the symptoms of dry drowning. I feel like these things would be impossible to detect. They would probably be pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, because again, you take you come out of the water and you look fine. It's like, well, what are you going to worry about? You know, right? Yeah. So here, like, here are the symptoms to, to hopefully pick that out. Um, you should notice the warning signs of dry drowning within an hour of getting out of the water. Dry drowning causes the vocal cords to close over the windpipe. This effect is called laryngospasm, or sorry, laryngospasm. Uh, the laryngospasm could be mild, causing breathing to become difficult, or it could be severe, preventing any oxygen from getting in or out of the lungs. Symptoms to watch out for after a water incident include difficulty breathing or speaking, irritability or unusual behavior, coughing, chest pain, low energy, or sleepiness after a water incident. Mm. If your child is having difficulty breathing, they may be unable to speak or express their symptoms. That's why it's important to monitor your child carefully after a water scare to make sure they are breathing freely. Treatment for tried for dry drowning. So if you see any of the symptoms of dry drowning, um, you need, you need emergency medical assistance. So dial 911 without delay. In the meantime, to keep yourself or your child calm, uh, try to keep yourself or your child calm during the duration of the laryngospasm. Uh, keeping calm can help the windpipe muscles to relax more quickly. Once emergency help arrives, they will administer treatment at the scene. This may involve resuscitation if someone has passed out due to lack of oxygen. Once the person is stable, they'll be taking, taken to the hospital for observation. Having symptoms of dry drowning after a submersion incident requires medical observation to make sure that regular breathing resumes and to rule out other conditions such as secondary drowning or bacterial pneumonia. A chest x-ray or evaluation by a pulmonary specialist may be necessary to rule out water in the lungs. Uh, so to prevent dry drowning, uh, dry drowning is a type of drowning which is one of the leading causes of death in young children. But you can minimize the chances of dry drowning or of <laughs> drowning by doing your best to prevent water accidents altogether. Can you say dry drowning? Dry drowning, so? dry drowning, dry drowning, dry drowning, <laughs> In the Taylor case of... It. He's uh, an actor. Dry uh, drowning, dry drowning, dry drowning. Dry drowning, dry drowning, dry drowning. Okay. Uh, in the case of children two years old or and younger, any water submersion is a serious risk. Now, here's this is crazy. In the case of children two years old and younger, any water submersion is a serious risk. You guys yeah. know these fucking videos of these crazy parents doing this fucking thing where they're going, I thought that they're was like good. dropping their yeah. infants in water to like, like, so they can like they rewrite the f- themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know what they're actually that doing? They're literally is being, fucking you know, crazy. You know what they're doing? They're taking videos, hoping that their kid will have some sort of issue that will be funny and they can post it on social media. I, I don't, do you think I so? mean, I don't, I don't think. know. I mean, maybe some of them, but, but like, I don't know if it's so much that, no, but exclusively that <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy to me that that's a thing. And if you haven't seen those videos, look up like infant, like infant, Dropping infants in water. Like, you're not supposed Google to. That. When you, when you, it's when I crazy. give Zay a bath, you're, you put them in a, you put them in this little, we fill the bath up like a few inches with water. And then there's like a little, uh, there's like this little, like, like, you know, baby size little, uh, like bowl that you basically put them in. Because if you put them down in the water, even if the water isn't like nearly to their mouth and they were to like turn their head, like and, she did when I was holding her. Yeah, but like laying flat on her back in like a couple oh, inches yeah, of water yeah, yeah. and turn her head to and then and then then like just water Breathe go into in, her yeah. mouth. 
Like that is yeah. just that is like a major risk for dude. That's oh. crazy. Here's a wild thing that they say. Yeah. Even if a child is just this is so obvious to me. Even if a child is just under the water for a minute or two, <laughs> take them straight to the emergency room. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> dude. If anybody, I was under the water for a minute or two, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, keep these safety rules in mind when you have a small ch- child in your care. So supervise the ch- the children who are under four in any body of water. This is this includes the bathtub. Children under four of the age should never swim or breathe unassisted, or sorry, bathe unassisted. Passengers of all ages should wear life jackets while boating. I mean, this is all the things we know. Zay is so close to being able to bathe herself so I don't have to be in the room anymore. (laughs) I go make dinner, I put her in the tub. Wait, (laughs) Wait, guys. But... So this, you ever listen to the, you ever listen to the Nick Swartzen joke of the baby that committed suicide when, when he left it in for the bath? <laughs> oh my it's, God. It's, wow. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, like, I mean, I don't want to like fucking try to recreate us. Uh, okay. Show, well, but, it, but the, but the punchline is like just a selfish act. No note. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. That's so vicious. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so, but that, that thing where like you actually, like it's so popular now, putting the baby in the pool to and me, letting to it me, I, I equate that that like like oh like it's it's like baby water safety so they can like rewrite themselves and not drown. That to me is the same shit as like the parents that are like, yeah, my baby's got like meningitis, but like we're just gonna give it some St. John's wort and save it. I don't. I don't like, know. And then and then, and then and then like a week later, so, your baby's dead, and they're like, well, but the naturopath told us but, to give it fucking. But I'm honey. not sure. So I'm not sure because I I Manduka think of honey. I think of the uh, that man manduka honeys were very good for you. Um, but the, the yeah, thing I'm sure that I think is is, is, is not, good, not, not good enough to save your baby from fucking pneumonia. <laughs> um, so, the, but the thing that I wonder is that so the thing about the water safety bit is that the baby is learning to rewrite itself actually. And Ooh. as far as I'm aware, it's not like 1% of the babies in those classes just end up having that secondary drowning Ooh. syndrome. Like uh, if that I mean, was happening, that was they happening, just wouldn't fucking do that. I think it's right? still I think it's, it's still a, rare. It's still so, quite rare. So it must be relatively more than relatively safe to go and do those classes. And my understanding is that the purpose of them is is that like if you own a pool and your baby, and the baby fucking goes in the pool and you don't know. then it can rewrite yeah. itself and yeah. and if you're a parent letting your fucking baby crawl into the pool, that's not you're you're not doing a good shouldn't job. Shouldn't have had a baby. But but like it, I could see either. how that would be beneficial. The the one thing but that the, I'm more the, but, curious but like about, the risk. It's like is like it, well, I don't know what the risk is because I don't actually know what the risk. Well, that's according a to minute, this, according the risk this, is this. The risk well, is this. I know, but it said a minute or two, and I'm I'm wondering is the risk so like. The risk could be that, but has have babies died in those classes? Dude, I bet you. Uh, I wouldn't say that I it's. I bet you. I wouldn't say that's never happened. Yeah. I would say that it's extremely rare. We don't know anything so, about it. If you if you if you're right. one of these fucking idiots out there dropping your baby in a goddamn pool with a with a swim instructor, a hot swim instructor, I don't know why they're always cute. <laughs> and if you're, and, if you're and, somebody and, that and, thinks that I'm justified in not wearing a helmet, then you're probably a type of person that's doing this too, and you can let us know. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and if you write about this and say that you do do this, then I know you're on my, my side. My point is that I don't know enough about it to have that that opinion of it. But me neither. My, but I also but, feel strongly. But about the it. curiosity, my curiosity is more so. About, I would be more concerned about the baby being traumatized by being yeah. put into fucking water. Yeah, like, water. like donut. Like, like if I just tossed donut out of a canoe and was like, "Come on, dude, you're swimming back to shore." Yeah, yeah he, he would, would do it. 
But he'd be like, and also um, never going swimming with you again, Dad. Yeah. You know? And for those of you who don't know, Donut is a dog and yeah, Jeremy sorry. owns yeah. a dog. Sorry, and sorry. by hey, the way, I'm the main my dog, my, my, own, dog, my, own story. my dog Rupert, when he was like like <laughs> ten weeks old, he walked off the end of a dock and now he just doesn't like swimming. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Does Baby that... too, but I threw Bigby off a dock once and well, he was like, Well, never but, but I don't guys, think Bigby's made to swim. Um speaking of uh infants. Uh, dying, which is all we do now. Okay. Um, I mean, God. not dying. But Zaya, a real good feel good Friday. Zaya right. got her. Zaya got her first round of vaccines this morning. You fucking monster! You gave her vaccines. I know. I can't believe I put a chip in her. Now uh, the government knows where she is. I am curious when you get into this. I'm curious what the like, uh, like if there's and do they when they ask you if you want to do they ask you if you want to get the vaccines or do they tell you like these are the vaccines you're getting. Dude, the medical system is very much like well because there's. Because, because saying that I shouldn't get vaccines for my child is the dumbest fucking thing. I know. <laughs> the, the medical system gives you zero room. Like they go and they're not, they're not pushing. They're just going, they just go. And this is when you'll get them. Yeah. 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 They're not like, they're not like, have you thought about it? And the blah, 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 blah. Because that's dumb. Yeah. 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 Because well, we that's why be- that's, you know, that's. That's why we don't have to worry about smallpox. Yes, exactly. And so they just go. At least, they're, well, they're, at they're least not why like, we didn't have to worry about smallpox until now. Yeah, they don't sit you down and go, you have to get your child vaccinated. They just go, and this is when you'll get your child vaccinated. Here's the card. And here is all the information of what vaccines they get and when. And, and you know, you have appointments and all that. If shit, you so. didn't show up, would they come and take her from you? No, but they should follow up and go, Hey, I are wondering why yeah. you haven't got your child yeah. vaccinated because like the mess of the last two years. <laughs> and I read an article the other day that was basically about the wave of, of illnesses that we will see or that we could see in the coming generation of kids that are being born in this time frame of COVID because anti-vaccination has become it's such a large rampant. sentiment. Yeah. So people, and, and again, I'm not, and I'm not going to sit here and say that, a brand new vaccine that no one's ever seen before using a technology that's never been used before isn't cause to ask questions and want to know all the information that's yeah, available yeah, yeah. about it. Hesitancy. But yeah. like, Which is fine. But this is Different. settled. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no like, yeah. this is decades of use. Yeah. And yo, you all got them. And unless you think that you are irreparably fucked up from vaccines as a child, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. So she got her vaccines today. She got uh, diphtheria. And that's like combined with a couple other things. Um, she got uh, pneumococcal, pneumococcal. Do you mean it's fucking hard? These, these words are hard. Pneumococcal conj- conjugate, um, which is like a pneumonia, chest infection type deal. Um, and then she got rotavirus. And rotavirus is like the... Rotavirus she, is like the shit she, your brain's out. She got rotavirus? No, no, no. She got the vaccine. Oh <laughs> she got the vaccine. Because I was going to say that would suck if they just gave it to her. So like, rotavirus, like a, a, rotavirus, a little bit of interesting, just like vaccine talk, um, rotavirus, and this is, this is something that I came across in, in like the last six months, rotavirus was developed by a guy, well, a team of people, but m- most notably a guy named Paul Offit. And Paul Offit was uh, on the board of like vaccine, the vaccine advisory committee, I think for the FDA. And when they basically said that everybody should get the um the booster, the COVID booster. Yeah. He, most of the people on the FDA advisory board for vaccines said, we disagree with that suggestion because the evidence was showing basically that, that if you were above a certain age, then the booster was like a really good, a really good choice. 
and if you were and if you had certain illnesses, comorbidities, then it was also a very good choice. But below a certain age and in a healthy category, this was not you know, it didn't seem necessary from the data. And he basically said, I don't I disagree with this. And he became this guy who 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 developed the rotavirus vaccine. He's a vaccinologist. That's yeah, what he does. Yeah, His yeah. whole career is he would know developing something. vaccines. He basically was vilified by the um, by the medical community yeah. as an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Just an, just an interesting little side story. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, speaking of smallpox, I uh, can't believe we haven't covered this yet. It's been a few weeks, but uh, this, this is uh, this week's edition of What the Health? Um, monkeypox. Yeah. What to know about monkeypox, <sighs> including how it spreads, as the CDC confirms a case in the U.S., there's cases here in Canada. There's cases all, all over the world. So I've actually been uh, um, avoiding reading about this. Doc? No, just because uh, I've assumed that at some point I would learn about it You're gonna have through it. you on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, here you go. A Massachusetts resident was diagnosed with the extremely rare virus, but the CDC has said this case poses, quote, no risk to the public. So no need to go out and buy toilet paper yet, folks. <laughs> um, Man, guys. Here's, here's a photo of the virus itself. So uh, we might be becoming extraordinarily familiar with this image as we were with the no. way that COVID looked. No, this one don't. looks cooler. It does look cool. This yeah. one looks um, more inclusive. It looks like the universe. It looks yeah. like the full scale of the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maddie went to Costco the other day and bought a, a package of toilet paper Dude, from did Costco. she ever? I saw it and it was as tall as me. How big? Like, it was big. Why? It was like a hundred rolls. <laughs> Why is there so much? I don't know. I, Costco's that, fucked. That was probably right. a that was probably a product that they innovated post COVID yeah, yeah. toilet shortage. Yeah. I think it was called the pandemic pack. <laughs> probably actually, after actually. multiple cases of mon- monkeypox started po- signature. popping up around the world, it has now reached the U.S. with a Massachusetts resident testing positive. This isn't the first time U.S. has seen cases of monkeypox. In 2003, there was an outbreak of 47 cases, according to the CDC. The virus, which is rare, was named after it uh, was initially found in monkey colonies used for scientific research. The virus is not typically seen in the U.S. or in Europe, and the CDC is urging healthcare providers in the U.S. to be alert for possible monkeypox cases. And so here's what we need to know. What is monkeypox? Well, it was first identified in, uh, do you want to take a guess? Um, the United States. No, 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 no. What uh, date? No. Oh, what oh. year was it first identified? Oh, uh, 1967. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 72. Uh, you were closer, Brian, 1958. Uh, in colonies of monkeys, and the first human case of the virus was found in 1970 in the Dominican Republic of the Congo, according to the CDC. Dominican Republic of the Congo? Yep. Is it called the Sorry, Dominic? Democratic Republic of, oh. of the Congo. <laughs> uh, 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 cases have mostly been concentrated to the Congo, which typically sees thousands of monkeypox infections a year. Um, and Nigeria, where there have been 200 confirmed and 500 reported cases since 2017. So, you know, definitely cases, but like not, not crazy numbers. Um, it's related to smallpox which was around for centuries until uh, international efforts to vaccinate people against the virus led it to be officially declared as eradicated in 1980. But did we, we really need to do that? Yeah, yeah. No. But couldn't we have just left it? Um, <laughs> uh, so the, the smallpox vaccine actually works really well against monkeypox as well. Oh. So what are the symptoms? Well, in most cases, monkeypox is pretty mild. After an incubation period of 7 to 14 days, the first signs are fever, headache, muscle aches, chills, and exhaustion. 
And the main difference between it and smallpox is that monkeypox causes swollen lymph nodes. Around one to, th- uh, one to three days after those first symptoms, infected people will develop a rash, typically on the face, that then spreads to other parts of the body. So mm. here's some images of it. And man, it's kind of yucky. Look at that. Whoa, crazy. Yeah, uh, pretty nasty. It looks like it would be. It would feel good to pick. Yeah, it does. Uh, look at this one. This one makes me feel a little weird. Ooh, oh, that it, one looks yeah. like it would feel good to pop. That's a big like blister. Oh, like, just it looks think, like. Imagine putting a ne- like a little fine needle in that. Yeah, and then squeeze it around the sides. The first one looked like um uh like a scab that you would like to pick. Yeah, um, that just like like something ha- you 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 like cut your knuckle on something yeah. and it was a deep scab and then you got you just got to pick it yeah. after the second one is like a mixture of the chicken pox and a blood bl- like blister yes. or like pimple big so, pimple so uh the rash will turn into these these fluid fluid filled blisters that will eventually turn into these which are scabbed over after about two to three weeks, man. The crazy thing is that the 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 blistery look looking ones they look like pimples with like really wide white heads. So yeah, they like look big, like big, infected big. pimples. Yeah, you no, know, guys, it's crazy. I, I know that the, the, this is related to smallpox, but it's not smallpox. But just the fact that smallpox has a vaccine and it's you know more or less eradicated, even though there are some cases now, probably because of people not getting their ch- children vaccinated. Um, says it was one of the most devastating diseases known to humanity and caused millions of deaths before it was eradicated. It is believed to have existed for at least 3,000 years. Fake news. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that we fucking got to a place where this fucking virus that you can't see mm. at all, we fucking figured out how to just make that go away. more or less go away after yeah. 3,000 years of dealing with it? Yeah. yeah. In the yeah. Congo, around 1 to 10 people who contracted uh, contract monkeypox will die. Uh, but that is not the case in the U.S. No one has ever died due to the virus in in the states. What was the number one? Out of, one out of 10? in ten. That's high. Uh, that's high for I mean for the area. <laughs> yeah. so, so 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 fifty people out of those five hundred people are going to die. Yeah. That um high. this the yeah. the suffix pox like does that mean? Because I'm thinking of I think a pox, monkey pox, chicken pox, yeah. Small I think pox. pox is like a is like what we just saw there. Like this like, are, this like these are pox like dotty blistery yeah. Yeah. things like you're getting speckles on your skin yeah. type thing. Um, at this time, we don't want people to worry. U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy told CNN, uh, these numbers are still small. We want them to be aware of the symptoms and if they have any concerns to reach out to their doctor. So here's how it's transmitted. Monkeypox can spread through a few different methods. Uh, direct contact with body fluids or the blisters that pop up on the body uh, can lead to transmission. But the main way is through respiratory droplets. While that might sound familiar after two and a half years of COVID-19, monkeypox does not spread easily. Someone would have to be in prolonged contact with an infected person to contract monkeypox. The CDC has said that the person infected in Massachusetts poses no risk to the public and had recently traveled to Canada. Fuck! (laughs) Where officials are investigating 17 suspected cases in the Montreal area. The CDC is currently investigating another possible case in New York City. Both patients are currently isolated in the hospital, and the Massachusetts resident is in good condition. Um, I just looked up uh, pox, and it says that it is a virus disease characterized by pustules or yeah. eruptions. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, That's like, kind of like a, sort of like uh, the plague, you know? Yeah. 
Um, it, uh, yeah, guys, this, we should just call this show the do your own research show because like we just constantly are doing our <laughs> own research on the show. It's, um, it's so good. While it, the United States cases have been isolated incidents, Portugal, Spain, and the United Kingdom have seen larger clusters of infections. The CDC said that many of these global reports of monkeypox cases are occurring within sexual networks. Anyone regardless of sexual orientation can spread monkeypox. Healthcare providers should be alert to any rash that has features typical of monkeypox, said Dr. Inger Damon, a pox virus expert at the CDC. Uh, we're asking the public to contact their healthcare provider if they have a new rash and are concerned about monkeypox. And the way that it's treated, um, the virus typically, typically resolves on its own, but there's no exact treatment. So a dose of the smallpox vaccine does seem to improve symptoms if given soon after the person is infected, um, experts have found. And the CDC said that in the event of another outbreak of monkeypox in the U.S., the CDC will establish guidelines explaining who should be vaccinated. Mm. Currently, though, an outbreak seems unlikely in the U.S. Um, as cases have been isolated. And in the <laughs> 2003 outbreak was due to a shipment of animals from Ghana to Texas who then came in contact with prairie dogs sold as pets. Everyone who contracted monkeypox uh, in the outbreak had been in contact with an infected animal and did not get the virus from another Guys, person. you know what's crazy is that um, <laughs> I, I just Googled because I was thinking of doing, doing our own research and like reading these things. Like we, we, you know, we go to reputable um, sources to read about these things. But uh, I was curious, like if, you, if we just were really bad at looking stuff up, and we were going to like Telegram and QAnon influencers and stuff. What would be the uh, other narratives that we might find on the internet? Oh, hit us! And uh, there's there's this one. Do we really need to this, go there. This QAnon influencer, I'm oh, not going to say his name, oh speculated God. to his eighty thousand Telegram followers that monkeypox could be a ploy to lock down America and push mail-in ballots right before the U.S. midterm elections in the fall. Yeah, well, well that's the state that we're in. Well, hey, let's see what happens then. And you know what? And and this is the we'll battle. Circle back. The, the battle with the current state of how information flows yeah. in 2022 is that the internet can provide correct answers and information and also the most ridiculous yep. and absurd information and it takes like be, becoming and teaching people to be discerning individuals is probably the most important character trait that you can try to like nurse in a in a growing human and another reason to stay tuned to sick boy podcast because this is where you're getting the good fucking shit the only information (laughs) that's real and no speculation we don't do that here (laughs) Uh, folks super palatable we hope you enjoyed that uh very fun what a big week can't believe that we uh, had a conversation with the minister of mental health uh that was really cool and listen another thing that i want to say let me bring this up here uh the episode isn't going to come out on time uh but we just had a wonderful conversation yesterday with uh, Matthew August Jeffers. Um, He is a little person and an actor. And uh, Matthew Jeffers is uh, the star of a new film titled Unidentified Objects. It's fucking incredible. Highly suggest you check it out. And if you're listening to this right now, up until uh, June 5th, you can stream Unidentified Objects through the Inside Out Festival. Um, it just happened in the festival itself just happened in Toronto, but they're allowing people to screen the film, uh, from home. So insideout.ca, if you want to watch it, um, and the film is going to go on to the, uh, the Frameline Film Festival in San Francisco, followed by the Outfest Film Festival in Los Angeles. 
it's uh it's a story about a little person who's also uh who's also gay who is um finds himself in a bit of a pickle uh and uh it's got some weird fucking scenes and it's really cool right up our alley um if you're into aliens oh, fuck yeah, and dude. abduction yep. and that sort of thing it's yeah. and uh it's really it's really cool matthew was a fucking amazing guest we can't wait for that episode to air um but it's not going to air in time uh, for you to uh, hear it and then go watch the movie. So up until June fifth, wherever you are, uh, screening digitally across. Uh, oh, sorry, screening digitally across Ontario. So if you're listening in Ontario, uh, up till June fifth, you can get tickets and watch at InsideOutFest.ca. Yeah. Um, that, uh, folks, we're coming to we're coming out west. Uh, we're gonna come to you. Uh, we're doing a show in Vancouver on the uh, September twenty first. Tickets are gonna be going up sometime soon. And uh, and followed by that, we're going to be doing a show in Calgary on, I believe, September 25th. Could be the 24th. Um, and uh, that's going to be really fun. And who knows? Maybe we'll we'll fit in a show in Edmonton. So keep your eyes peeled to our social media. And uh, we can't wait to come out uh, to see you, Vancouver and and uh, Alberta, because mm-hmm. it's always a fucking sick time. Man, crazy live shows again. That's yeah, so yeah much it's going to be so much fun. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Tickets will be going up soon for those things. And we can't wait. Uh, thank you for supporting the podcast. You can leave a rating or review on Apple podcasts, or you can just leave a rating on the Spotify mobile app. And, uh, if you want to support the podcast further, hop on over to our discord. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to tell me why I need to be wearing a helmet or giving me some advice on how to teach my my baby to sink or swim in the pool, then you can do that by sending a letter to letters at sickboypodcast.com. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, you can go to sickboypodcast.com slash contact. Thanks, as always, to the folks that make this show happen. A huge thank you to our manager, Jeff Lonis. We love you. To Rich O'Coin for the theme music. Uh, man, you're, what a, I, I said it last Feel Good Friday, but if you're not supporting Rich's uh, campaign over on Indiegogo, you're missing out because do it. that uh, new album Whew. is... I can't stop playing it. It's, I, uh, it's a banger. I, uh, yeah. That is it for this week. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.